I did not have sexual relations with that woman. Yes or no, did you ever take banned substances to enhance your cycling performance? Yes. I had no prior knowledge of the planned assault on Nancy Kerrigan. I am deeply sorry for my irresponsible and selfish behavior I engaged in. On today's episode of Oops! The Podcast, it's Francis, it's Julio as ever. G, how are you? Good, man. How you doing? Great. Joined by the illustrious, the dazzling, the sparkling, the quarantined Raina Greenberg. How are you, Raina? I'm, gr- I'm quarantined, but I'm okay. How are you guys? Oh, we're okay. We're chugging along. How Not as good you? as you. Yeah. I'm, I'm smiling too much. I know. I gotta, take, I gotta take it down a notch. <laughs> no, no, it's lighting up the room. You've got that 10,000 kilowatt smile. I masturbated yeah. this morning. That's why. Oh, wow. It. Is that, that's rare for you? Not normally. Normally I'm in, you know, I, I get it in there like four times a week or so, but I just, I feel like I haven't been in a masturbation mode get in there. lately. <laughs> what did you, what, what device did you use? Um, so Ashley and I are super fortunate. Um, I have a podcast called Girls Gotta Eat with uh, a co-host, Ashley. We've done some episodes about sex toys, so people have been nice enough to gift us a lot of toys. Um, so I have just a treasure trove of dildos and vibrators and lubes and just like all kinds of stuff people have given us. But I- I'm a simple girl. I just use like a little silicone vibrator. That's it. I'm a pretty lazy masturbator. Can I ask a question about that? Um, you may. Every, yeah. every girl that I've ever talked to about masturbating all talk about vibrators. I've never met a girl that admits to shoving a fat dildo inside herself. And I'm wondering <laughs> if people do that or not. Yeah, people do. I mean, I used to do it. It just it feels like a lot of work for me. I just, it's more of a laziness thing than anything, not a mm-hmm. shoving a fat thing inside of me. I'm just like a lazy masturbator. Like I just stick it on me and you know, when it happens, it happens. That's it. <laughs> yeah, because the dildo thing, I've always wondered about that. It seems like you know, a cold fucking phallic object going inside you isn't particularly exciting necessarily. I mean, it's fine. I think that for most, everybody's body's different. I think for most people, the nerve endings are like in your clitoris and not inside of your vaginal canal. I'm not a fucking doctor, but you know. I'll talk doctor. Julio, when, every time in your life, when you've ever like gone down on a girl, have you ever met a girl who, while you were daintily uh, licking her clitoris, was like, shove your fist in me. <laughs> uh, like, no, I don't think so. No, me neither. So I think that's where that sex toy, uh, sort of the petite little purring kitty uh, vibrator is, is a better, better use than the, the big black dildo. Fake in your mind, it's black. Okay, got it. Always, yeah, sure. Yeah, like nobody is using the suction cup end and putting it on a wall and like riding that. <laughs> Listen, you know this I mean? is gonna this is gonna last for a long time. Okay, I might try a lot of things. Don't rule anything out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, too funny. That's too good, Raina. Well, that's great, Raina. Thank you for sharing that with us. Um, <laughs> how are you? You look like you're in your New York apartment. Yeah, this is my place. I'll move over so you guys can see it. Beautiful. Beautiful. Oh, yeah. Francis, you've been here. I Um, have. And, yeah, I decided to stay here. I I went back and forth, like, constantly. I should go to my parents. I shouldn't go. I should I made the call to go, but I think I made the call a little too late. And at that point, I think I sort of, like, bullied my parents into agreeing to let me go there, which was, like, a few days. Uh, Last 
seven days ago, seven days ago. My parents are older. My mom is, my mom's 70. Um, and it's just, I, I actually packed the whole apartment. I walked to Avis to get the car. And as I got to Avis, I was like, I can't do this. I can't force them at this point to have me be there. Um, wow. So I, I turned around and I unpacked and I stayed. So I'm here. Unreal. It's fair. It's fair. So yeah. you're, what's it like in New York City? I mean, you're really at the, the, the belly of the beast. Um, how bleak do you want me to get? Get bleak. Get in Make there. it bleak. It's not good. Um, I mean, I, I, I try to get out take a walk every single day just to like be outside. Um, every business is boarded up. Every, every, every single business is closed, you know, chains down, fences down. There's nobody on the streets. Like you'll see people walking a dog here and there, but it's mostly homeless people everywhere. It's a lot of like really unhinged looking homeless people, people sleeping on the streets. I think the shelters are closing. Um, I've gone to the grocery store a few times. I try to go really early in the morning or if you go to the pharmacy, there's like taped off areas where you're allowed to stand and there's constant like loudspeaker stuff everywhere you go, including from like police cars that remind you to stay away from each other. So it's, it's unreal. I mean, it's like, I feel like I'm like living through a movie. It's crazy. Yeah. It sort of sounds like when the, the handmaids get to go to the grocery store. Do you watch Handmaid's Tale right now? I don't. Like, I know the gist, but um, yeah. it, it feels like this like alternate like future universe. It's very right. weird. Oof. Yeah, it's not good here. Spooky. Spooky. I don't envy anybody that's still in New York City. I'm happy to be here. Honestly, I like being in my city. Um, I feel very connected to it. I've lived here for 13 years. I like my home. I feel really comfortable here. And um, I, I like my building a lot. There are people here that have also been quarantined for weeks and weeks, just like me, that I can go to the roof and see, you know, like have a drink with really far away from each other. So, I mean, I have people around. Hey, I want to show you guys these two uh, dead birds really quick. Um, my grandma, my great grandmother used to hunt um, birds and with a shotgun and a rifle and she these are two of the ones that she killed um as you can maybe tell that's an owl over here and then a hawk over here and and when my great grandmother passed away she had i mean at least a hundred of birds like this that she'd killed in her lifetime in a case in her basement and it was very spooky and all the grandchildren got to choose a bird to bring home with them and my sister chose one and I chose one. I want you both to guess uh, which of the two birds you think I chose and which one my sister chose. Because you're giving me a choice. I'm going to guess owl because I wouldn't normally guess owl, but you're pointing out that it might be like maybe not what I think it is. I'm picking owl for you. Also, your grandma is fucking savage and kind of crazy. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't think she, she um, I don't think she did well at the end. Okay, I have two. I have a comment before I guess. First yeah. of all, those birds look like they're about to be resuscitated to life, and uh -huh. like they're gonna peck the back of your fucking head. Yeah, they both look okay. like they're aiming for you. Quoth the raven, "Nevermore." You know that kind <laughs> of thing. Yeah, I'm gonna go with the hawk. I feel like a, a hawk is like a more boy, more of a boy's bird, and an owl is more of a girl's bird. Yes, well, that's that's funny that you mentioned that, Julio, because Raina was actually correct. Fuck. I That's why he brought it up because it's the, it's not the one you think. Yeah, I chose the owl, and and one of the reasons <laughs> was that growing up, um, I had a very good owl sound. I could do a very good owl impression. Sometimes I would do it, and and people uh, actually Ashley told that hysterical story about her dad um, summoning speaking to the owl, right? 
He's Did, asking you. I don't know that story. Do you not remember. know that story, Raina? No, it's weird that she has any stories that I don't know, especially stories about her dad, because I'm crazy about her dad. He is ridiculous. <laughs> Julio, did I did I just make that up, or did I, she, I, whether or not you made it up, I don't I don't know if I remember it. I, didn't she tell us a story about how her dad would be like he talks to the owls every night on the dock? Uh, they have a farm, not a dock, but may, I mean he could. He's drunk Francis a lot. Francis is fully losing I'm, it. I might have a different person in mind. I don't know who I was talking <laughs> to about this. Well, anyway, my owl sound used to be very good. It's not where it used to be, so I'm not actually going to do it. My sister was more, uh, she did the loon call, you know, I, I can't do it. I, I'm embarrassed that I tried. Um, but yeah, anyway, the owl, I was good at speaking to owls. So I chose the owl. And then of course they became so popular with the advent of the Harry Potter series and how they were used to, to ferry messages from, from one person to another. And now everyone assumes that's why I chose the owl, but that's not why. Well, owls are wise and and sweet and that was why i chose the owl how old are you uh let's see my i think i was probably seven you, maybe you six. thought that deeply about things at the age of seven yeah i thought a lot about things i used to think a lot that was a, a, one of my favorite things to do was thinking pretty this cerebral. is good for your rep francis because francis tried to name a female dog david when I he did. was four or five years old i i love that idea i love dogs with like ironic names like people's names i love girls with boy names i love that yeah billy eilish yeah yeah um I, I i thought you know look i didn't want to foist gender up upon waggy that's what we went with as a family uh uh -huh. in the end of course the the, the, the vote won won out in their favor um <laughs> but david or I, my choices were <laughs> My choices were Buster, Cowboy, and David, I think, were the three that I had come up with for our girl dog. And they, the rest of the family liked Waggy, so we went with Waggy. But. Well, I'm sorry. You got robbed because I love the name David. Almost, yeah. I, I feel like if I ever had a dog, I would like name it Fish. Like, oh. I feel like that's what I would want to do. You know? With a PH, like the band? No, like just name it a different animal's name. Oh, okay. That's cool. cute. That's yeah. that's ironic and cool. Yeah. yeah, it's very Avril Lavigne of you. Um, so, okay, yeah, I am losing it a little. Uh, Dude, I'm losing it too. I lost. So I lost a sweatshirt here, and I have no idea where the fuck it is. And everyone that I'm staying with is telling me that it was never here to begin with. Are they fucking? I feel like they're fucking with you. <laughs> they're like, dude, I haven't seen you wearing it. I was like, dude, I was wearing it the other day, and I'm looking through all my old pictures, and I can't find a picture of myself here wearing it. How many pieces of clothing did you bring with you? I only brought two hoodies. I brought this one and another one. Is okay, that a you... Travis Scott gift shop? This, <laughs> this one is not. This one is from a company called Suck. Two C's. <laughs> I swear to God, whatever. Is, uh, in, in Italy, would that be such? It might, but in Italy, it would just say English words that make no sense. It would just be like, playing for win. Oh, fun. Those like, yeah, fun. yeah, just whatever. But yeah. Sorry, so you're like, down to one shirt is what down, you're down. No, no, no. I have t-shirts. I'm down to one hoodie. I don't know where the other hoodie is. And everyone's telling me it's like some haunted fucking, <laughs> like a horror movie. They're like, you were never wearing it to begin with. Raina, I, I have to ask, you know, what what is, given your wonderful podcast and, and the dating uh, expertise that you bring, what is your love life like? Have you... Are you meeting people? Are you, 
how are you navigating that side of things? So I wasn't dating anybody like seriously before this at all. Um, I met, I was in Australia for almost a month. I met a guy there who I hung out with a few times. Um, that was fun. And then I, I have been like sleeping with my neighbor on and off for like a year. We, had, we just had our one year anniversary um, on Sunday. Is he the guy that plays the harmonica? And, and the guitar. Yeah. Good at the same him. time. But you literally Very just cool. pointed at him. He's directly he above you. Literally lives ten. He lives ten feet above my head. <laughs> I talk about him so much, and like I just don't. He either doesn't hear it or he doesn't care. But like, I'm pretty sure he just doesn't care. I sit here in this spot and tell jokes about him constantly. Hmm. Um, He's a legend. But nothing, he has no idea. I've told him. I told him the other day. I was like, you know, I talk about you on stage like a lot, like a lot <laughs> of my materials about you, and he was like, okay. <laughs> I like I did some of the routine for him and he was like nah. he's just like he's I'm not gonna date him like he's just not that funny like mm. I don't laugh a lot when I'm with him um which is why I like no I mean I that's like my top 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 quality in a person like obviously you want somebody that's like smart and interesting and like dynamic but like I need somebody that's just gonna make me laugh all the time that I can like fuck with and banter with and like I don't know it doesn't make me want to fuck you if you don't tell jokes well right. it's just not for me damn he sounds chill yeah. He's fine. He's like a good looking guy. He's nice. He's smart. Like he's fine. I think at this point though, unless I know where you are 24 hours a day, I can't really sleep with you. <laughs> like unless I'm quarantined with you right. in this home. Like, I don't know what he does. Like I, I was sleeping with him quite a bit, like the first week that this happened. And, <laughs> and then I think we realized like just how serious this was and how, how fast this can spread. And also the sex wasn't good. So it's just like, why are we even doing this? You know, things are already bad enough without me not having orgasms with you. Like, why even do this? Right. I thought you were talking about how fast this can spread, like your love. I didn't think you meant the virus. <laughs> I thought you meant you realized that spending every day together could lead to you guys becoming a... No, it was the opposite. We were like spending so much time together, we were, like being like really cute, like boyfriend girlfriend day. We were like taking walks every day and like cooking dinner together, and like we like cuddled on the couch and watched like the Tom Segura special together. Not wow. the new one that just came out a couple days ago, the old one. Um, and I was like, I don't like uh, this. Is I don't want to do this. Like everything he says, I don't care. So I just, wow. <laughs> Well, you guys well, basically have a duplex because he literally is right above you. I did yeah. actually mention maybe we should break through the wall and build some steps and then we could be together. And he wasn't into that idea. So now we're definitely not going to be together. You know, you know what you could do is build a, a fireman's pole that he could slide down to you, idea. like in Google headquarters. He's not even cool enough to do that. It's just like, I give him, I want him to be better. And like, I tried. I was like, okay, the first week I was like, I started thinking like, what is this kind of quarantine going to do for all relationships? Everybody that's stuck together, you know, how is this going to change your relationships? And I do think it is an opportunity because you have no other choice. You have to be together for people to start having these conversations. I mean, I saw this meme. It's like, you know, start the fight. Where are they going to go? Um, but it is true that it is sort of a nice opportunity to like say to your partner, like, hey, there's in a nice respectful way. Like, hey, there's this thing. It bothers me. I'd like to work on it. You're welcome to say a thing to me too that you don't like that I'm doing. Um, and I think that like, hopefully couples are taking the time to do this if they are stuck together and they're miserable. And so I did try to do that with him a little bit. I was like, all right, let me see what I can work with here. Um, and he's just like not super affectionate, which like stops me from being feeling like really like intimate towards another person. And so I like did bring it up and it got a little better, but then I was like, I don't care about, it. I don't want, I, I don't want to work. This is not a project I want. Like, I don't have to work on this. So have you, have you written him off? I mean, is he out of your life? I told him I went to stay at a friend's house in Brooklyn. 
Oh my God, you, you little liar. Well, at first I told him I was going to Pittsburgh and then I said I wasn't going. And then I was like, I'm going to stay. I just don't want him to think I'm like here and not spending time with him. I don't want to be a dick. But like, if we were going to be together, we would have been together in the last year when like we could go outside and do stuff. And we didn't make that jump. We're not a match. So like why force it now that we're in the same building and we can't leave? That's a very worldly and wise, almost owl-like perspective that you have there. <laughs> Thank you so much. Yeah. Dating podcast. Yeah. yeah. I understand. You're being strong. You know, it's an, it would be easy to kind of like settle for that because it's there and it's human warmth and there's something positive about it potentially, but you're right. Like it didn't work before. Why would it work now? Right. And then you got to think about like when this is over, I'm glad that you brought the owl into the frame because yeah, I was that, missing that, it. Uh, he said to me, I'm gonna hey, talk to him. I was thinking the same thing about that harmonica player, Raina. That's what he said to me. He said, I, I would have made the same choice if I were Raina Greenberg. You are bringing that up also just so people know, because the first time I saw him was exactly one year ago, um, two days ago on my roof and he was playing, I was the girlfriend up there and um, he was playing the harmonica at the same time he was drinking a beer. He like the harmonica hooked around his head and, <laughs> and he, he was drinking a beer at the same time. I'm like, this guy can do so much at once. <laughs> I'm going to fuck that person. And so I told my girlfriend I was with to leave. Like, she's 26 years old. She's like the perkiest hit. She's so pretty. And I was like, you have to leave. You have to get out of here. <laughs> and I kicked her off my roof and made her leave. Oh my and God. I, I had just moved into this apartment. I had lived here for like five days. There was nothing in this apartment except for those two chairs and a mattress. And I brought him down here and had sex with him on the mattress on the floor. Um, but anyway, so I started thinking like, okay, I guess I could like lean into this and have him be here. But like, then you got to think like, this is going to end someday. And then like, what I got in like two months, like we've spent all this extra time together. Like, I feel like it's just delaying the inevitable. Like why spend the next couple months getting closer? Cause I'm going to not be with him anyways. Guys, if you're thinking about starting a podcast, Fill in the blanks here. If I were in a concert right now and I said, if you're thinking about starting a podcast, I'd then turn the microphone to all of you sitting in the stadium and you would all yell, Anchor, Anchor. And then you'd say, go to anchor.fm to download the software where you could host your very own podcast, see all the best analytics. You could see it in a way that was really user-friendly and nice and not too technical and industry jargony. It's a way that any person can look at it and be like, ooh, that's pretty. And also it's our podcast. And you, there's no minimum listenership required to advertise and monetize so you can immediately have ads when you hit the ground running it's really exciting really spectacular if you want to start your very own podcast anchor.fm download it now i think it's a wise play and i think relationships develop far faster based on all of this we've seen you know the divorce rates in china have skyrocketed uh, as people have finally been allowed out of their homes to go seek counsel from divorce attorneys um, and in addition to that, you know, it's either like people are getting engaged a lot earlier because they're like, oh, this is what it would be like to be married to this person or they're getting, you know, they're breaking up a lot faster. And so if, uh, you know, you wouldn't want to be, you wouldn't want to be forced to like expedite your relationship with this guy and then break up with him all because the circumstances were so different. 
Yeah. And I think that this is going to have a profound and I think lasting effect on a lot of relationships and the way all of us look at dating and sex and being with a partner. And I think that some people are going to really realize like how much it meant to them to go through this with that partner and it'll bond you to that person forever. I think other people will realize this probably isn't my person. I also think it's not realistic to spend 24 hours a day with anybody. That's not fair to make a judgment call on somebody like that because I... I mean, I think I'm fun and great. I'm probably not great to be with 24 hours a day either. Um, but I think hopefully it'll make people like value human connection a little more. And, you know, because you can't fuck a person after the first date or you can't go on a date with somebody and then go fuck somebody else five minutes later, I think it will force people to like ruminate a little more on, you know, do I like this person? What do I think about this person? Oh. I, I think it's just going to change the way that we, we date in the future. Hmm. Fun, fun time. Near, at least in the near future. You're right, though. It, it slows down the process of everything. So, like, you have, like you said, you have, to, you have time to sit there and think about things. You can't just, like, distract yourself by going to have sex with somebody else. Right. Wait, Julia, I have a question because you're not with your girlfriend. How often are you guys, like, communicating? And how are you guys communicating? I was just going to ask him that. I'm so glad you beat me to the punch. I'm sorry I beat you to it. Another very wise question from Raina Greenberg. Yeah. <laughs> Um, we're texting obviously a lot. We're FaceTiming and we're actually doing this thing where we have been watching shows together. Oh, but, Netflix party? Yeah, but we're, we're doing it in a way where like I'm, I'm like starting it a little before her and then she starts it and I can hear it on the phone where she's at. So I'm like, t like lining up exactly. Like, mm -hmm. This is me pressing the Apple TV remote. Um, wow. so we line it up so it's exact, we're at exactly the exact identical place and we're like watching television together. Which is kind of a cute little now, thing. Now, here's my question, Julio. It, does that mean that you two talk to each other during the show? We're not like, like we'll kind of react. I'll be like, oh my God, it's insane. You know what I mean? Type of uh -huh. thing. We're not like talking during the show though, I guess. Okay, good. Uh, because you're just talking shit during the show. Yeah. Exactly. Just reacting. Yeah, that's that's fine. But when people try to talk to me or ask me clarifying questions during t TV shows, oh. that usually uh, leads to the end of the relationship. I don't like those people. Wait, what just happened? Wait, why did uh, he do that? No, I'm oh, saying you're, that, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> those people, they're they're all in my past. Yeah. Um, Raina, you look tan. How are you doing that? Um, I have a Neutrogena spray. So here's what happened. Um, we have been recording, obviously, like this for our podcast for Zoom, and I've looked so ugly the last couple of times, and I can't even look at the videos. I'm like, Ugh. so I just, I just put on a little makeup. It also makes me feel like a human being a little bit. Like totally. we did. Um, so we had to cancel all of our girls got to eat shows. We canceled um 15 shows, which is oh, obviously sorry. devastating. Yeah. Um. I mean, obviously other people have worse problems and we'll reschedule them and hopefully people will come. But um, we canceled all these shows and I think they mean a lot to a lot of people. And um, Francis has been a part of our show before and it's, it's a lot of fun. Um, the most. So Saturday night we hosted like a Girls Gotta Eat live Instagram where we like wrote jokes and we did the show and I got dressed up for it. I like did my hair and my makeup and we told jokes and I just, I found that I felt mentally better just like doing something for myself, putting clothing on and like brushing my hair and stuff like that. So I'm just trying to do a little bit of that. And you know, I'm alone here. So I just, I have to like try to stay mentally a little healthier. And I think that helps showering and putting on makeup mm -hmm. and self tanner. Definitely. Good. Yeah. Francis, you've looked clean every time I've seen you on here as well. I think well, you know, my, my lifestyle has become more Spartan, if anything. It's so regimented now. I'm waking up at about 7.15 in the morning every day. Uh, 
mostly because there are no blinds on the windows. So <laughs> it's so bright. I feel like somebody's checking if I'm concussed using the sun. And um, that's been tough to adjust to, but now I've kind of grown to like it. And I wake up and I let the dog out and then I make some coffee and I'm, I'm working by eight, you know, eight, 10, eight, 15 in the morning. And then it's like, I'll exercise at 3 PM and then we cook dinner and watch TV and, and then we're in bed at 10 30. I mean, it's, it sounds a little gray and, and simple, but it's to me the only way that I can handle this. Right. Oh, I think it's, I mean, first of all, I think it sounds like a lot of people's lives just in general, like on a normal day. Yeah. Um, right. Maybe not a yeah. New Yorker's life, but like a, just an everyday person's life. Um, but I think that it's, it's healthy. In the first week, I like ordered takeout every day. I slept till 1030. I never put on clothes. I wore the same shirt for like four days. And like by, the, by day seven, I was like in the worst like emotional hole I'd been in in a long time. And I was so depressed. And I think what you're doing is like what you got to do. I mean, also, if you want to be a piece of shit all day, be a piece of shit, drink and eat like shit, whatever. Mm -hmm. um, but I yeah. think that mentally we got to do this stuff because like we're in it, man. I mean, this might be another two months. Oh, I think it's going to be three. I think they just—they were just saying July 1st is when they suspect that things will go back to normal maybe in New York City. It's crazy. Crazy, bro. But, yo, here's a little thing. Yesterday, we went out to C CVS Pharmacy, which was, you know, a huge highlight of our day. And um, while we were there, we drove on the way home and we went to we just did to look at this place called Maine Beer Company, which is one of the best breweries in all of New England, if not the country. Um, and they have beer that is highly sought after whenever a case of it gets sent to some beer store in New York, like people line up around the block for it. Oh. And um, they had a little takeout operation going where, you know, you could still buy beer and the they were also making their wood-fired pizzas and so we bought a couple beers and then we went home and had the beers and then we were going to cook again last night we were like you know why don't we just do a pizza night and we called them and they made our pizzas and i went and picked them up and we brought the pizzas home and we ate our pizzas and it was the most fun thing ever I mean, I felt like a seven-year-old being like, yeah, pizza night, pizza, pizza. I was chanting that in the car by myself. And, um, and it was so fun to just eat pizza. Have you guys felt that way at all? Little things like that? Julia? Uh, yeah, like, but it, different stuff. But yes, like also CVS. I like that you said CVS Pharmacy, not to be confused with the CVS Furniture Store. Yes, or CBS, <laughs> the broadcasting company. Yeah. Okay, fine, fair enough. Yeah, people get um, those too confused. But yeah, like going, literally, like you said, <laughs> going to the grocery store is, uh, is fun, dude. Like little shit like that, it really is fun because it's the only thing you could fucking do. Yeah. I don't know about pizza night. Like we've cooked, like the guy I'm staying with made hand rolls the other night. He went and bought a bunch of raw fish and made sushi. Damn. And it was like equally exciting, hmm. in my opinion. I don't know. Reyna, any thoughts on pizza? I love pizza. I haven't had pizza in a while. I think the delivery and takeout are still fine. I just I am trying to find like 
happiness in these little things because it's all we fucking have, you know? Mm -hmm. So I try to take a walk every day and just be in New York and not have my headphones in and just listen to like the quiet New York to be like, okay, like we're doing this. You know, these people are staying inside. Um, Tomorrow night, which would be Thursday, um, I'm doing a cooking demo with a girlfriend of mine. So she's going to teach me how to cook. So we're going to both buy the same ingredients and she's going to teach me how to make a dish. I think Um, I know that girl. Emily? Is she blonde? Yeah. Yes. And she's, met her. I have met. She's so sweet. Yeah. She's so sweet. And she loves to cook and so do I. And so she was like, why don't I just pick a dish and we'll do like an Instagram live. And I, I'm very inspired by all the ways people are finding to like connect with each other. I think we're social creatures. I think people want to be around other people. And yeah. I'm pretty antisocial for the most part. Like I, I have a lot of friends, but I don't really want a ton of plans. But even me, like it's really important to me to just like do a zoom with somebody every day, see a person. Um, and I, I think that a lot of people are like mocking it because suddenly everybody's like a fitness influencer, but yeah, I yeah. think it's good to like find ways to connect with fucking people. This is gonna be a long ass time. Like it's time to settle in, find some hobbies. Right. Yeah. Hey, well, here's a hobby. Um, have you guys thought at all about, uh, like cannibalism? Have I thought about it or if I like yeah, as so, a hobby, would I do it? Not, yeah, I guess not, not so much a hobby, but you know, to me, the concept of eating people was so disgusting, like not too long ago. And now it's sort of started to become a little bit more reasonable to me. Um, and, you know, especially as, as, as we like run low on protein and I'm, I, I, I like to stay, you know, protein heavy with my diet. And there's so many people around, you know, we're never going to run out of people to eat. So I have been thinking about like, what would need to happen for me to go over to the neighbors, you know, with a hatchet and- Who would you eat first? Is that your first thought? Or how would you cook that? Like, what is your first, I would think, who would you eat first? I guess my question would be like, do do you see a a situation where you would be able to eat a person, you know, from all of this? I think that it's like, I think that at our core, it is survival of the fittest. I think that like people will do what they need to do to survive. Um, Fortunately in New York, I think we've known this was coming for so long. I stocked up a month ago. Like I placed an order on Amazon fresh a month ago. I have tons of food. I'm very comfortable. All the grocery stores are stocked. I try to go really early in the morning. Mm -hmm. Um, But I mean, I always think about like, I think about this in terms of like, what if the podcast ended tomorrow? Like, what would I do to survive financially? And like, I mean, I would probably like be a, I don't even figure it out, but like I could go back to bartending. I could do something like that. I think there were survivors. So like, yeah, if there was no food on this earth, I think we'd find a way to fucking eat people, I guess. Maybe I'd try try hunting animals first. Yeah. Right. Well, I love animals, you know, and, but, but I think for me, I purposefully understocked on Amazon Fresh to bring me closer to the need to eat and hunt other people. I can see you. Listen, if somebody said to me of all your friends, who's the person that's going to hunt and eat people? I would, you would be top three. No question. Probably number one. Like I can't think of one more person. Julia, you too? Another very wise owl point point from Raina. We agree. Francis, you are a guy who eats a lot of kind of like gamey food to begin with. Like, have you considered trying to like, 
complete the process of of attaining your food in the sense of like hunting it, skinning it, cooking it, eating it situation. God, it it seems fun to me. It does, but you know, I've I've met some people that I would much more quickly, you know, take out and 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 sort of grill than than like a, a beautiful, adorable deer. You know what I, I mean? I can see that. Yeah, I'm listening. If somebody said to me like, "Who in your friend circle most resembles Patrick Bateman?" No questions asked. <laughs> Yeah. Patrick, I don't think Patrick was eating those people. Uh, you know, I, I, <laughs> he I did. thought he about- He said I ate a little bit at the end when he's confessing the whole thing. Oh, I haven't seen that movie in so long. I gotta rewatch it too. It's, yeah. There's so many great scenes. I love when he's like having the two strippers together and he's like, don't just sit there, Christy, eat her ass. It's the best yeah. movie. Yeah. It's so <laughs> it's good. Really good. Also, I feel like your girlfriend, like, and I think of like couples, like whose girlfriend would stop them from doing this. I feel like your girlfriend would be supportive in like leading you down whatever path you need to go down. <laughs> she, she would support me um, and she'd probably not indulge herself, but she would give me recommendations on how to season, you know, yeah. like a, a calf muscle or, or, you know, a nice Achilles for breakfast. Oh. Yeah. I could see that. I could see her, her being right like, there, but maybe, maybe we do Indian spices today. I could definitely see her yeah, doing that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A little. Francis, uh, I could see you hitting someone with a car by accident and like burying them somewhere that no one would ever find them and fully living your life normally after that. I, me too. And it's yeah. like, I love Francis yeah. so much. I think he's so, I think Francis is one of the nicest people. No one compliments <laughs> me more. It's, it's this internal struggle where I'm like, no one is more supportive than me than Francis. He would also murder me and think <laughs> nothing of it ever again. <laughs> Guil guilty. Guilty is charged with the murdering. <laughs> 100%. I think Absolutely. he'd talk to himself while he did it too. Francis would be like, oh, you, you did it again. <laughs> he'd be like, you really outdid yourself this time, Fran. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, man. That's dark. 100%. Yeah. Great. Hey, well, listen, uh, Raina, stay strong there in New York. Um, keep us updated as to Mr. Harmonica and your, your uh, dalliances with him. And um, where can we find you, of course? Thank you guys for having me. I love you guys. This is the first interaction I have with people today. Um, so I'm on Instagram at Raina.Greenberg, and the podcast is at Girls Got Podcast um, on Instagram. And then you can listen to the podcast anywhere that you listen to podcasts. Hell yeah, absolutely. Awesome. She's. Uh, I'm sure most of our audience is, is a, already a big fan of you. And uh, of course, Julio, at not Julio with a J. I'm Francis C.C. Ellis on Instagram. Follow at Oops the Podcast. Stay safe out there, everybody. And uh, if some of my neighbors go missing, don't blame me. Um, lots of fun today. <laughs> we'll see you soon, Raina. Thanks so much. Bye-bye. See you later.